What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about what I think the impact of the MLB deciding to stream all minor league games is going to be potentially on sports cards. Now, let's get right into it. Thank you for clicking on this video. My name is Adam from Heroes for Sale. I'm very interested to hear about your thoughts on this topic, so make sure you drop it in the comments. Hit the like button if you enjoy the video and subscribe if you are new. So MLB just announced they're going to be streaming. They're going to be streaming uh, minor league games. So this was something that on when I was in grad school, I did kind of a. Uh, we're going to share this other screen here too. So uh, yeah, front office sports. I talked about Sportico being a great resource if you're into sports business. Uh, Front office sports, another phenomenal resource if you're looking for sports business. But so they announced that MLB is working on a deal with Bally to stream all minor league games for free. Now, this was something that I have talked about previously. Uh, if you have been following me for a while, you probably have seen some of the stuff that I talked about. Uh, when I was in grad school, actually, I did a paper, basically my, my capstone project essentially was about how I thought that the MLB could be doing a much better job with their marketing of their young stars and comparing it to the NBA. And one of the things was sort of developing a show for minor league players. And it was kind of like I was trying to develop a show that was almost like NFL red zone, where it was basically focusing on the top 100 prospects and anytime like there was a top 100 prospect on the mound or at bat, it would switch to that. And then it would be like a talk show. I still think that's a really good idea. And I don't know if I, if I need to start charging for an idea like that, but if anybody at MLB is ever watching this, I think that would be a great idea to kind of showcase some of these young players. And I think that this could be another step in the right direction when it comes to figuring out how to promote prospects a little bit more. Um, I think minor leagues, if you're a fan of baseball in general, minor league baseball and major league baseball it's it's there obviously is going to be a difference but like the game itself is still going to be pretty good and if you have the chance to watch top 100 prospects in games i think that's going to be huge and i mean this actually could even be a decent opportunity for um i don't know like if it's a streaming deal i don't know where the extra streaming could happen like if somebody online could potentially you know, work out a deal with Bally as well to stream some of these games, like, and then just have like a control center with all of the games. And like I said, when a top 100 prospect comes up to the mound or uh, comes up to the plate, there's an opportunity to stream that at bat and get people to understand and learn about these prospects more. And I think for when, it, when it comes to Bowman prospecting, one of the things that I think a lot of people like doing with it is finding the prospects that maybe nobody knows about, because at this point, I think the top prospects, the number one prospects are definitely going to be, they're, they're popular and their prices really reflect that to be completely honest. So it's like, if you're looking for Bowman prospects, just be expect that you're, if the prospect is in the top 100, that you're going to be spending a decent amount of money on their autograph or on maybe a numbered card or whatever it is that the card itself is, um, that, that you're looking for, whether it's like a, yeah, like I said, a numbered card or a low numbered parallel or an autograph or even just the base first Bowman. I mean, you're going to be spending, like if you were looking for, I think Gunnar Henderson is like the number one prospect right now, which I think he also has a rookie card in top series one. So most likely he's going to be taken off of that list probably 
early May ish. That's usually what ends up happening with these top 100 prospects that uh, go to the league and they ended up, they end up starting in the league uh, like right at the beginning of the season. And I think, let me just see if I can pull up that top 100 prospect list. Because like I said, this, let me pull it up here. Uh, MLB top 100 prospects. Um, Because prospecting, I mean, really is like, it's extremely popular and it's one of the things, let's see, it's pulling up here. So we'll share the screen. Uh, We'll just look at like top 10 here. I mean, I think, let me just expand this a little bit and see if we can see. Yeah, this list, because see MLB prospects that are already in there. So like Corbin Carroll will probably be in series two because he's going to start the season in the MLB. And then you got players in AAA, AA, uh, Grayson Rodriguez, another player, uh, Marcel, uh, Marcelo Mayer, Red Sox guy who's in the top 10. I mean, he's he was projected to be the number one pick, I think, two years ago, ended up going number two to the Red Sox, which I love that pick. And I mean, especially after we lost Xander Bogarts, we're going to need a shortstop in the next few years. And I think if Mayer can really pan out, I think it's going to be a great replacement. And I mean, it, it may even be honestly a reason why the Red Sox, unfortunately let Xander Bogarts go. Um, if they think that Mayer is going to really be that prospect that comes up. Uh, but I think some other prospects that, you know, I'll be definitely interested to watch. I mean, Drew Jones, I would expect Drew Jones to be the number one prospect probably by the end of the season. Um, he is playing in, He's playing in spring training right now. So, you know, he has a good, I think a good amount of like hype behind him. So I, like I said, I would expect uh, him to, you know, make his debut at some point, uh, maybe not, or not make his debut, but I think be a number one, be the number one prospect at some point this year. And if not this year, then I think next year he'll definitely start as that number one prospect. Uh, So back to the front office sports article here. So, uh, let's see all available broadcasts for 120 minor league teams will be available. Uh, this is something that they're working on. There'll be no blackouts for local teams. Unlike MLB.tv, which I think is sort of ridiculous blackout games. And if you're paying for the thing, it's like, you should just be able to watch it however you want. Um, but, oh, nope, not signing up for the newsletter. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I think this is when it comes to, when it comes to prospecting, I think that this is one of the biggest potential. This is one of the biggest potential aspects of prospecting that could help the market in the next few years, depending on kind of when this deal sort of, maybe if it goes through Uh, MLB has struck a deal with Bally to stream. So it says reportedly working with Bally struck a deal. You know, now that I'm looking at it, I'm not a hundred percent sure how in stone this deal is, but I, if I'm tops, honestly, this is where I come in and I say that I want to be the presenting sponsor for this show. Like if I were tops, I would try to be the number one. I would try to be all over these episodes, all over these shows or however, or the games or however they want to do it. Like it could be very similar, like, uh, like Apple TV, they have the TV rights for MLS. I would say if I'm tops, 
well, fanatics as well. And I know I keep using both, but if I'm tops, I'm coming in and saying, I want to be the presenting sponsor for whatever show they're putting together for whichever games end up being like, you know, if they featured games with the top 100 prospects, I think that they should be working more in together to try and figure out a way to make these prospects more popular because in my opinion, that's how I think baseball is really going to step into like the next next level when it comes to their young players that they have in the league right now. Because I think I, this is one of the points in the paper. I looked at like how um, like overtime and like House of Highlights, they feature a lot of like high school prospects for basketball. And I think that's one of the reasons why basketball right now you could say is probably the most viral popular sport on the internet is because – these there's 13, 14, 15 year olds that have like hundreds of thousands of followers because of these other accounts that are featuring them on their pages at a young age. Then they go to college and then they get to the NBA, for example. I mean, even sort of, I think it's still even evolving, but when this craze sort of came about was like the Zion and LaMelo ball era of basketball, like Zion Williamson, for example, had like a million followers before he got to, got to Duke just before he even got to Duke. And then when he gets drafted, I think he was in like the three to 4 million follower range. But I think that there has to be a way that they can feature baseball. There has to be a way that baseball can feature these prospects that they have coming up and get people to know who they are. Because if you were to ask the average fan, I think that they probably don't follow any of the prospects. They're probably following some of the big names. But overall, I think that the prospecting and the prospects in the MLB are where they should be focusing on writing stories about these players, uh, trying to teach the trying to teach fans about the players a little bit more and i think honestly if they get this deal going this is going to be massive for those types of games because then you're going to have like the matchup where it's like you know the top if they have a bunch of, if there's a couple players that are on one team in triple a versus in in triple a or double a or however if you have a bunch of players that are all in the same game that are in the top 100 prospects going up against each other you know, that's a moment where I think that there is much more of an emphasis that should be put on that type of game versus like, I, I don't know, anything random that they could put like on you know, on social media or something like that. I just think that they need to highlight the prospects more and that's going to help the game, which then in turn is going to help prospecting. And like I said earlier, maybe people like prospecting because it can be a little bit more complicated than it is just going out and buying the rookie card of any player. Like you're kind of putting a bet on a player to pan out long-term versus like if you're buying a card of a player who's kind of already established, there's probably a little bit of a lower ceiling, maybe a higher floor kind of depending on the player. But if you're buying a prospect, you're betting on that ceiling being super high and finding an opportunity to sell that card either when they get called up to the majors or they get called up from double A AA or triple A or whatever. But like I said, I just think that there is a great opportunity for MLB here. And if I'm tops, I'm stepping in and I'm trying to get either the rights for the show, or I'm trying to become a sponsor or something along those lines, because I think that these games being free as well is going to be a monster change for prospecting and within Bowman cards as well.